you're you already know what the fuck's going on it's your little girl your girl and if you are under the sound of my voice you are tuned in for another episode of the cheers podcast and i don't know about you all but i have had a long ass motherfucking week and i have a long ass motherfucking week ahead of me so without any further needed delay literally because i just have so much shit to do grab a glass pop a squat and get comfy because your week's gonna get a little tipsier. Cheers, ho. Cheers. Ten damn days. And now I got the chauffeur with the shoes and shows and chauffeurs with roll rage. To the same damn ad lip. Always. Still gotta let him in, no breakfast. Still gotta burn him in, no lacking. Still a lot of jams, nigga, no Jackson. We toe tagging. I take it to the land where the lake made of sand and the milk don't pour and the honey don't dance and the money ain't yours. That's just a red pill. Got a blue and a handful of Advils. I'm the new nitty. Fucking nitty to old me. So I'm gonna tell the bio what nitty told me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is that you are listening to this. I hope that you are well. I hope that you have been drinking the water that you promised me you were going to drink. I hope that you've been keeping up with your shit. I hope that you've been minding the business that God gave you. I hope that you have been moisturizing your skin because y'all niggas be on the internet talking about some, I want to look like Angela Bassett when I get 50. I black don't crack. Listen, black people get skin cancer. Um, <laughs> Your black will crack if it is dry. Um, go get black girl sunscreen. This is not an ad. Um, fucking use shea butter, moisturize your goddamn skin. I'm going to try to make this shit short because I have so much shit to do and I'm so fucking stressed out, like I said at the beginning, and I'm really trying not to glorify busy and I'm really trying to be over this period of my life, but God Lord, like... I'm just in a season of my life where I'm trying to make a whole lot of fucking moves and I just don't know how to collaborate with others. I don't know how to delegate, but like also I just see myself doing a lot of tasks that it's just kind of like, how can I delegate this to? Who can I delegate this to when everybody around me is working on their own ministries and try to make their own stuff explode and go off? So, you know, just pray for me and pray for balance in my life. I don't know, burn a bay leaf for your girl or something. Hold a crystal and talk to the sweet lord about me um but you know that's enough about me i just want to thank my good sis og Brigi for gracing us with her presence on that episode even though it was a throwback episode so many of y'all loved and appreciated that fine word that she had for us that cutthroat no holds barred no feelings spared um, y'all get y'all shit together word that Brie had for us. It was just a powerful and uplifting and affirming word for so many of us. And y'all felt that way and y'all let us know. Um, and it was great. Uh, don't touch no fucking gas pup handles unless you with that shit. If you with that shit, more power to you and God bless you. And I love that you're about that shit. But for those of us that don't believe in touching gas pup handles, don't touch that shit. Make that nigga walk home. <laughs> That's what OG Breegee said. Another thing the OG Breegee told me to tell y'all niggas is that 
y'all need to keep on reading. This is especially for my reading hoes that's reading to heal this month of July with our lovely selection, All About Love, New Visions by Bell Hooks, paired with our sweet, sweet black girl magic, Rose by the McBride Sisters Collection. I'm not going to lie, I still don't have it. I done fucked up. So then I ordered it late, and then they only ship Monday through Wednesday so that I get it cold. So... Prayerfully, it should be shipping today because today is Monday and then, you know, I'll be getting it. And then for surely (laughs) next week, I'll be able to tell you guys what it tastes like. I'm a fuck ass mess. It's fine, though. Um, But yeah, reading has been going great. Uh, This past week was our first week of reading. And like I told you, we reading this book and this book is reading us. Uh, Kalia and I were reading yesterday, just taking some Sunday sisterhood time. And we were just sitting and reading and we were just in a quiet space, taking time for ourselves. And we were just reading in silence. And all you hear is, "Mm." mmm, mmm, flips page. Mm. Mm. Her auntie came upstairs to tell us, oh, yeah, I made y'all some tacos. I left some shells out for y'all. Y'all need to take a break and go eat. We ain't take no break. We took the books downstairs. We eating tacos. So I, now all you hear is, mm. crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> mm. This book is going off. Like you be reading it and you have to stop damn near every three minutes because it just says something and it's like, fuck, I've never processed this before. I've never applied this word to my life. I've never had the language or the tools to even consider love this way or consider the absence of love in my life like this or consider how this might have affected me growing up or how this affects me on the daily. And it's just a very... um. I don't even fucking know. It's just a very deep word. And so I would like for us, before we get into the niggulation, before we get into the door, to just have a brief reading. Um, For those of you that are not reading with us, I still want you all to be enriched. And I still encourage you to go out and get the book. You know, you can join at any fucking time and get in and get this pacing guide. If you want to join, you know, you can go in the link in the bio. But um, I just want to read this brief excerpt from the introduction that says... Though considered the established authorities on the subject, only a few men talk freely, telling the world what they think about love. In everyday life, males and females alike are relatively silent about love. Our silence shields us from uncertainty. We want to know love. We are simply afraid the desire to know too much about love will lead us closer and closer to the abyss of lovelessness. While ours is a nation wherein the vast majority of citizens are followers of religious faiths that proclaim the transformative power of love, many people feel that they do not have a clue as to how to love, and practically everyone suffers a crisis of faith when it comes to realizing biblical theories about the art of loving in everyday life. It is far easier to talk about loss than it is to talk about love. It is easier to articulate the pain of love's absence than to describe its presence and meaning in our lives. And let me tell your black asses and whoever the fuck else is listening to this asses something. When Bell Hooks said that, I almost did a church run. I said, Christ my king, I... 
I couldn't take it. I said, Ebo Bo. I what? Because that's so fucking true. Like every little piece, every last word that she uttered was so true. One, who are the self-help books that we're reading? Steve Harvey, Think Like a Man. Even Pastor Mike Todd in the book that he just dropped um, with the whole dating thing that he did, which, you know, I love him very much and I think he's a great pastor, but he's extremely patriarchal, right? Men are the authority on love, right? Men get to dictate, oh, she can't get wifed if da-da-da-da-da-da. However, Men are very cynical about love and consider women silly about love, right? So there's no real truth and or hard conversations and, you know, vulnerability, right, outrightly being had, like those conversations aren't being had about love, right? And it's out of fear. We want to know love, but we are afraid that if we talk deeply about love, we're going to be rejected, Right. We're afraid that if we get caught out here simping, right, especially us younger people, if we get caught out here simping, right, that we're going to be rejected and that we're going to be pushed even further away from the possibility of love. And it's crazy because so many of us and I'm thinking specifically of the people that I know, my network friends, right, are all like I know very few atheists. Right. And like that's not saying anything about, you know, people that don't believe, you know, bless everybody. But most of the people I know are believers in something, whether that is a traditional African spirituality, whether that is Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, you know, being agnostic, believing in some kind of energy or higher power. Most of the people in my life claim to be spiritual. However, they do not practice love on the daily. Right. When it comes to interacting with the people in their lives or even strangers. We have this thing about us where it's hard to connect the doctrines in which we so say that we live our lives by and actually practice them, right? And it's because of these things that we haven't unpacked of love, the fear that if we practice love, we're going to be rejected and all of those things. And that was so revolutionary. And when I tell you that was literally just a paragraph that I read and that was nothing to the rest of the shit that's in this book. So I really encourage you all to get up. If you haven't got up, get this goddamn book and come and get to reading with the hoes, man. What the fuck? We over here being hoes and happy and reading and having fun. And I be sending little gifts and encouraging messages and shit. We having fun over here. So come be a reading hoe with us and um, we love to see it. Um, let's get into this niggulation because this episode is long as fuck, as you can see from the minutes. And so, like, we need to not delay and keep the party going. Let's get into our good book of niggulations. Today, we take our powerful, strong word, again, a small but mighty word from the powerful chapter five, verse 21. It's that simple. There it is. That was the word, everybody. It was quick. I hope you didn't miss it. I'm a double back one time. Say it quickly. It's that simple. Boop. There it is. Period. Purred. Minstrel. Big dot. In life, 
We complicate things. We get nervous. We get scared. Our subconscious mind reverts back to we were when we were children, when we were babies, and that weird things happen. We go into fight or flight. We get confused. It's too much information. Sensory overload. Too much shit get to popping off. We've been told that we have to be a certain way, act a certain way, that what we have isn't good enough. We've been told so many things by the media, by our parents, by our friends, by our teachers, by our administrators by society, by these fuck niggas on Twitter with holes in their drawers, by the bitches that signed up for Forex and is texting you talking about some I don't know about you, but I just want better for my life, posting old vacation pics. Listen, we have been told a lot that makes us feel that we may need to overcomplicate things in our life, but it's simple. A lot of times, We need to relax and just do. A lot of times we need to just relax and rationalize. A lot of times we just need to relax and retreat into our most basic, primal, baby-ass selves. A lot of times we just need to relax into as a human being. Would I want this done to me? No, maybe I shouldn't do it to somebody else. It's that simple. Wow, is this thing going to kill me? Is it going to stop my bag? Is it going to make me hungry? Is it going to cuss my mama out? Is it going to call my daddy a hoe? Is it going to come for me and my sister? Is it going to do all of this? No, then it don't matter. It's that simple. We need to simplify our lives. We need to cut out the noise. It's a lot of bullshit that's out here that's not meant for our prosperity, that's meant to derail us, that's meant to kill us. And we have to cut it off. We have to say no, period, and let it be a full sentence and let it be that simple. We have to stop holding on to excuses that keep us stagnant, that keep us not moving forward, that keep us in these same positions that we've been in, that build excuses for us to not grow. We have to relax and let go, move forward. It's that simple. Amen. That was good. All right, let's get into the door. Today, we have a most loquacious and boisterous guest here today with us. And when I tell you that this shit was long motherfucking overdue, this is one of the most decent black men I know. This is one of my good and old friends, a repository of all of my drunken L's and the development of me from a fuck nigga to a great nigga. Uh, my good man's Mr. Underscore BQC. Everybody fucking knows this nigga. You know this nigga. Just type in Mr. Underscore BQC in the Google and I'm sure you will find this nigga. Um, and me and my good friend just sat down for a good niggardly time. Like I've been telling you all, I haven't been shy about sharing with you all, um, my struggles with mental health and the things that I've been going through lately. And so, um, you know, the homie just came through to give me a good laugh and cheer me up, laugh about some, you know, some of the water cooler conversation that's been going out, you know entanglement (laughs) and you know to just laugh about some good times and it was a great motherfucking episode of course it ended up being long because when niggas get the nigga and the nigga don't stop um niggas was lit 
And yeah, so why don't you go take a break, make sure that you have your drink, your coffee, your lick, your wine, whatever it is. And then when we get back from the music, Brian gonna be here and we gonna turn the fuck up. Let go. I got that mm-mm, I got that goddamn. I'm your pusher man, I'm your, I'm your pusher man. Pimp slapping, toe tagging, I'm just trying to fight the man. I'm your pusher man. I'm your, I'm your pusher man. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Today at the motherfucking door on the motherfucking line is the infamous, <laughs> the opulent. The pioneering, the first of his mm. kind, mm. pioneering masculine Twitter, honey. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> None other than Mr. Underscore BQC. You already know what the fuck going on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like the, the guest preacher at church when they're getting introduced. <laughs> And they just sitting there, you know, hearing all their accolades being read off that they wrote down, even though I didn't write any of this down. No <laughs> this to be said, but it's all good though. We here, baby. It's your boy from Thunder School BQC. You know the vibes. Oh um, my god. We here. <laughs> oh my motherfucking goodness! Welcome to the motherfucking Cheers podcast. Y'all don't know Brian has a couple episodes in the vault that never made it to the airwaves, but. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time Brian is actually making it to the airwave. So we're proud and we're happy and we're enthused Thanks. to have him here with us. Thanks. Welcome, welcome, Brian, to the airwaves. How are you? Um <laughs> that's a very loaded question during these times. <laughs> but as you know, given given the circumstances of a pandemic, given the circumstances of my people being killed for no reason at all. Okay. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm holding up. You know, I still got a job. I'm still able to pay my bills. I'm still in good health, prayerfully that I know of. Um, they start talking about shit being asymptomatic. I'm like, all right, hold up. <laughs> but regardless, I'm good. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm well. Um, and it's lit. That's beautiful. That's all we can do. That's all we can have. Isn't that correct? It's been a minute since we had, uh, since we've conversed. Yeah. I just, you know. yeah, it has been a minute, but I've been, I've been good. Like I said, I've been working. I've been, you know, taking care of my mental, taking care of my physical, like a nigga be there doing yoga and meditation and shit like that now. Listen, yeah. let me tell you a story. I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> now, you know, I was not going to say nothing. Be right, I was not gonna say shit, but That's you know, I propel the spirit. You know, when the pastor just catch the spirit, he'd be like, Oh, the spirit <laughs> led me. The spirit 
spirit led me to say some shit. That's and fun. that is, Brian has led me on a wild goose chase to attain it. <laughs> this interview. And I just, like, I've been jumping through the Brian Olympics to attain this interview. We were supposed to record on Friday. He postponed on me. It was valid. I let it go. Yeah. Yesterday, this nigga postponed on me. It was time for the interview. I'm like, all right, nigga, let's go. Like, go mix your drink. We finna wait, get it popping. He's like, no, 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 no. Okay, no, because I, because I have a counter argument. You know, okay. you know, I, you know, I specialize in the six paragraph essay, so I have a counter argument. Okay. So don't fucking go there. Okay. So right. I mean, do you want to go there? Cause I. Ah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Talk about some, oh, I'm in bed. I didn't do my yoga for the evening. And I, but then this nigga proceeded to tweet for an hour. I'm like, nigga, we could have did this last night. But, you know, God bless it. Who am I to stand in the way of mental health? He be doing yoga and shit now. So we happy. We happy. We We happy. We very happy because we happy for his wellness. Cheers to Brian's motherfucking wellness. We can drink to that. Cool. Clink, clink. Let's toast up this special selection. Oh my God. I'm slow. Oh my goodness. You are they can't see what the fuck I got going on. No, they can see, hear that's the problem. <laughs> they can hear so I have I have this martini glass, but it's on the tower. I just posted it on my story. So if you was blessed enough to catch it in the 24 hours, if you hearing this right now and it's the morning time. <laughs> You First might all, go catch is, it on my that, is, that is not a martini glass. That is a whole yes, it is. That is <laughs> the, that is the crunk juice cup that Lil John has. It is, it is. That is not a martini glass. It is. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely motherfucking right. Anyway, even... did we give it the special selection? How did we get here? Because um, I'm drunk. That's how we yeah, got here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, today the special. Selection is the champagne baller, mm-hmm. and it is a nice cognac cocktail mm-hmm. consisting of cognac, like we said, um, simple syrup, berries, wine, sparkling wine. Just you know, it's a lot of turn up in the cup. A lot. <laughs> It's a lot going on. <laughs> Definitely a lot going on. I didn't had like three sips in uh, you know, I'm leaning to the left a little bit, but you know, God gonna bless it. God, we got, here. God got us. <laughs> God got us. He does. He surely does. Um, yeah, that's what we're drinking this evening. Cheers, Brian. Virtual cheers. We here. Clink. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. All of that good shit finna be fucked up. This is gonna be interesting. So uh, I decided to bring uh Brian on the show and uh go after this elusive interview because <laughs> I just like I said on the previous episode, like when I was like, damn, I can't even find a drunk tale because I haven't like been in a jovial place and thinking about like the good times and shit. So I told you, I was like, I'm gonna call up all of my core friends. And reminisce <laughs> on the good times. Right. And I was like, you know who a repository <laughs> it was there? <laughs> it got all the fucking yeah, good all stuff. 
do it all, Do it all. Listen. That's a fact. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Brian got all the motherfuckers. Brian know it all. And so I know that I could call Brian and we could have a good niggerly conversation. <laughs> and there could be niggatry and laughter and fun yes. and friendship. And so okay. we are just here to nig it up on today. <laughs> we don't have a format. We don't have an agenda. Just yeah, good old fashioned. Gonna be, it's going to be one of them good conversations, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I was about to say, so Brian, I mean, before we get into the nigga tree, let's get into the ministry. You know, I have to ask everybody that comes through the podcast, the essential question. That's what we say in my classroom at the school. We say, what is the essential question of the mm-hmm. lesson? So what is the essential question of the podcast? What is your ministry? Man, I, I would say that my ministry as of late has really just been accountability. You know, mm. before we get into the ignorant shit, you know, just taking it seriously for a minute. You know, as a as a heterosexual black man, you know, as you've talked about on previous episodes, there is a certain amount of privilege that comes with that. Whether most of my fellow brothers want to acknowledge that, there is a certain amount of privilege that comes with that. And so in being accountable, you know, I just got to always make sure I'm coming from a place where I'm not trying to put anyone else down, not trying to be prejudiced against anyone else that identifies themselves as black, whether they be black women black gay black trans um you know black queer and you know just trying to <clears throat> enhance my knowledge on what other people have to go through aside from myself so that i can be a better leader that i try to be a better person that i try to be and so i would say my my ministry is definitely accountability during these times <laughs> You just have to understand. It's just that <laughs> it's just that you have to understand that I I, I visualize the progress over seven years <laughs> as to how we arrived at this moment. And I'm just kind of like I just think about I just think about Brian as a metonym for like men at black Towson, certain ones, some of them can't be saved. A lot no. of y'all niggas no. no. we're certain we can't we're not gonna name no name. I'm kidding, but um <laughs> y'all really listened and y'all really took cues. Y'all really learned it took a while. It took a while. It did. It took a while, but y'all really learned and y'all really took cues. And now that I've been out in the world and have really seen the difference between where we come from, what we've been through, the things we were able to learn and accomplish together in that time together, and the things that I experience interacting with others and the things that people just aren't willing to unpack. And to see that, like, you arrive at this place and you feel passionately the way that you do, it's just, it's very fulfilling to, I don't know. And, you know, I feel like we it's also a place where it's just kind of like, should we reward fish for swimming? Like, it should be this way. It should be this way. No, 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 no. Like, go ahead. Yeah, like, one thing I tried to get across of, you know, maybe people that come under me that, you know, kind of looked up to me in that big brother figure is that 
you know, I don't know shit about shit. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know shit about shit. And well, I don't know shit about shit. I will always admit when I'm wrong. Like, I don't try to be better than anybody else. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just basic things that you're supposed to know and that you're supposed to do. And you expect everybody to believe it. And so if we're talking about certain topics and I'm not well-versed in those topics or I'm not specifically the one going through those topics, but somebody else is, then I'm going to take a step back, hear what they have to say, and just do that because that's what the fuck I'm supposed to do. You know, so okay. it's definitely a situation where you know you don't want to reward fish with swimming, and I'm not really trying to look for that. So I definitely get what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'll be never, and you would never. But I think what I was trying to say is that, like, for me personally, yeah, I, I, I feel like sometimes I am told. That I and that's crazy because I feel like I'm the I be one of the ones going really hard on niggas, but sometimes I do get told <laughs> that I can reward fish for swimming, and um I don't feel that way. I just I acknowledge when anybody or I I enjoy rather when anybody acknowledges their fault or their shortcoming, and then they grow mm-hmm. from it and seek knowledge, and then you know what I'm saying. So I love growth. I appreciate growth, and I appreciate level headedness. And um, reasonability and everything that yeah. you spoke of um, gave off the air of those things. So I appreciate yeah. you. You know, you're one of the only decent Gemini's I know. I only know. Uh, <laughs> I only know what <laughs> two, three. I think it's like you, my mama. Uh, <laughs> shit. That's a short list. <laughs> I was gonna say my sister on a good day. Now you know I love my sister deeply. I love my sister so much. Shout out your sister. We but like you. two and a half, you know, shout out my sister. Shout out my sister. She's, <laughs> she's a goat. But you know, my sister on a good day, two and a half good Geminis. The rest of I, y'all I, niggas I, is wild. It. It, it definitely be like that. The rest of y'all niggas is crazy. God bless it. Like that. Mm-hmm. But um, now that we got all the love and light and ministry out the way. I'm <laughs> awesome. And Ryan to finish his drink. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. I'm ready. I'm here. Let's I'm here. Fucking go. <laughs> let's fucking go. Let's motherfucking go. Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about first? You said that you came here with some things that you want to outline. I said that I wanted to offer you a platform. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm keep it lighthearted at first and <laughs> let's just go in and out. Let the spirit lead you, okay, okay, as, the, so. as they say. So mm. Your entanglement history. Ah! <laughs> we started off. off. We, <laughs> we started off the jump. Starting off lighthearted. <laughs> that is lighthearted. We starting off the jump. Entanglement. Let's okay, go. let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, first of all, I know that people are annoyed. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I might not feel the same way in a few days. Check back in with me on Thursday, but <laughs> on Sunday at 7.32 PM PST, <laughs> I am all for entanglement. I am 10 toes down on Team Jada. Uh, I'm 10 toes down on Team Jada. I support Jada. Jada 2024. 
not 2020 is too soon. Hell Let not. her build her platform. Oh. Let her bounce back from this. Jada 2024. Because let me, I fucking loved it because she embodied your ministry. She took what? Accountability. <laughs> She's exactly yeah. what the fuck it was. Entanglement. I'm going to let you get what you have to say off because I have words for this. And I'm going to drink a little bit more because I really want to go off about this. I thought we was going to say this for the end, but if we go get into it, let's get into oh, it. Go off. Yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh. But now, man, so... <laughs> man, listen. So when I first seen the clips and the memes on Friday... You know, I thought that Jada Pinkett Smith was out her rabbit ass mind. I thought that, like, my immediate thought was like, let let somebody tell me that they had an entanglement with somebody, and I'm entangled my foot up somebody's ass. Like, that's just some real shit there. But just <laughs> just hearing more about it, seeing more clips. I didn't see the whole thing, even though it was only like 13 minutes. So if you've seen five minutes of it, you've seen half of it. But just seeing different clips from the infamous Red Table Talk, you know, and you can correct me. You can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it a situation where her and Will separated and then they was doing their own thing? Yeah. Okay. So in that case, more than Jada having an entanglement issue, <laughs> entanglement issue, wow. More than, <laughs> more than Jada having an entanglement issue. You know, it's kind of like those memes that's been going around on Twitter that the portrayed villain versus the actual villain. The actual villain in this whole situation is Sir August Alcina. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because Thank you, Brian, very reasonable. You are one of the most reasonable niggas that has an XY chromosome. I swear <laughs> on you. I swear <laughs> on you. I swear <laughs> on you. Thank you, God. Thank that's you, God. Because Thank you, God. Go ahead. What everything. Ep- <laughs> Listen, if, if we're going to keep it real in this podcast, we're going to keep it real, right? Come on. And so what everything seems like, and everybody and their mama has been in this situation, whether they want to admit it or not, but it seems like the issue of having a hoe that stepped out of line, and now you got to do cleanup duty because your said hoe stepped out of line. And the hoe in this specific situation was August Alcina. Come on. And he stepped out of line. Like that's, there it is. That's just there it he, is. He violated. He violated. Come on. He violated. <laughs> he violated, brother. Like, like you he knew. Violated. You knew what it was. Now, granted, I'm not. If if you want to talk about you know his mental health at the time, if you want to mm-hmm. talk about Jada possibly taking advantage of him for being down at the time, that's, that's a, conversation a conversation that can be had as well, and that's a more serious conversation that can be had. And we can but, get into it. We can, but for right now, in this specific conversation, mm-hmm. we're going to address this nigga August Alcina stepping out of line. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. I'm, I believe wholeheartedly that he was told from the jump, look, me and Will ain't together. You know, we kind of working things out, but we just not together at the moment. You know, we kind of separated from each other. And this is what it's going to be. It's never going to be any more than what it is and don't expect it to be any more than what it is. And I feel like August was fine with that for about two minutes. There it is. And then he got excited. And he got comfortable. He After that two minute warning, this nigga started writing love songs. 
There it is. No, I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm sorry. He had no, he had mental. I am Godfrey. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please. He done had a Jada EP that he had on lock for all these years that he didn't release yet. And that's how we ended up here. So, I mean, most of the stuff we wouldn't even know about had hadn't he been doing the press run as of late. And he's alluded to it in the past too, but you know, they kind of brushed over it. But the fact that he doubled back to it at this point, because he wanted it out there. And if he didn't want it out there, we've literally seen him go on 106 and Park and be like, I just told y'all not to ask me that shit before I got up here. Like that's exactly. a that's an actual exactly. clip and quote from Sir August exactly. So if he didn't want it, it out there, if he and didn't, he was, and he was ready to go to war over that shit. And he was, from what so, I remember. Yeah, oh yeah, he was. And so, if he didn't want it out there, if he didn't want to put Jada's business out there and put the Smith family's business out there, then you know it wouldn't have been out there. But you know, he stepped out of line. He wanted to be messy. He wanted to stir up some attention for himself, and that's how we are here talking about entanglement in this context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love. And I love entanglement. I do. I do. Not me personally being entangled. Listen, entanglement. <laughs> Listen. Now let me tell you something. I know something about entanglement. <laughs> I know something about entanglement. Goddamn, unfortunately. But I'm I I don't wish it on nobody. I think we but both. I love the use of the word. I, I love the use of the word entanglement. Bring it tickles me. It brings me. It brings me great <laughs> laughter. I'm gonna start with this point right here. I'm fervently team Jada because she began with number one. This is none of you all's business. And as soon as she said that, I said yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is none of our business. It's not. It is none of our business. However, she was gracious enough to play along with Black Twitter. Thanks for playing. Now clock in, Jada. What's the tea? And she clocked in, and I appreciated it. And she got right back down to business. She was prompt. She didn't delay. There were no flowers about it. She got right down to business. She said, "This is what it was. This is what it was. Like we. This is what happened. Me and we were separated. I got into an entanglement with August. This is what happened. It was not, you know, necessarily a positive thing. I had to confront some ugly things about myself. I yeah. had to do this, 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 and that. You know what I'm saying? She and she went through the shit. And then Will made her double back. Right? Will made and I wanted there are a couple things I want to point out. Will made her double back, right? And that's mm-hmm. where this whole entanglement thing came from, right? Making her own that it was a relationship. And it's just kind of like, okay, entanglement relationship. <laughs> me and T was watching that together, and me and T had to break that down. And T was the one that broke it down. Define entanglement. <laughs> the definition of entanglement is. A complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Was this not? Did she not? (laughs) To me, she is a scholar and a wordsmith. She is a scholar and a wordsmith and a poet. The authorship, the the, the public speaking skills. I want Emmy nominations for that display, (laughs) that soliloquy. That dialogue, it couldn't have been a soliloquy because it was a dialogue. That back and forth that she provided, I want an Emmy. That was f- 
fabulous because that's exactly what the fuck it was. I don't think she meant to be in a relationship and be fucking this young nigga. She was in, she was separated from Will, so I'm sure she was in a very compromising situation. I mean, she was in a very fucked up emotional state, right? And I'm not caping for her because I still think this is kind of weird, right? I oh, don't like when people, I just, I just don't, I don't in general like when people that are older fuck with people that are younger just because I'm like, when <laughs> why are you not fucking with somebody that's your mate like why are you like what's what does this person have for you that's just when, so much younger the age, than you like, when, the age difference, when the age difference between the two of you can be defined as a score that shouldn't be happening <laughs> <laughs> that should not be happening not a score <laughs> That's not score happening. and eight years. When you can actually use a score in that context to define an age difference between you and a partner, that should not be happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, no scores, bro. That's no it. scores over here. A decade so, is put- um score? Nah. <laughs> no, nah. no, no scores. No nah. scores. Nah. So um, but so I think that that was it. He was in the house. She was helping him. She already said that she was working on the problems that she don't have. She ain't have no emotional boundaries. So mm-hmm. he was leaning on her. She got to leaning on him. She literally became entangled. She engaged in this compromising. He got to fucking Brian. You don't mean to tell me you've never been in a situation where you became emotionally entangled with somebody. Like I said before, we have all been there. There it is. So I don't understand why anybody is turning their nose up. Now, the taking advantage situation. Yeah. I Here's the thing. That's where it gets dicey. That's where it gets dicey. Uh, On one end, I will entertain the conversation. But at the risk of sounding problematic, and I will, (laughs) somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know that you could take advantage of a grown ass man like that. And I understand that he was having poor mental health, but it also sounds like she was having poor mental health. So I don't know. And I'll tap out there as somebody who also also suffers from poor mental health. Right. (laughs) Right. And I'll say that. Yeah. It's like, like I said, it's definitely one of those situations where, you know, he's been, he's not only been open, but it's been well documented kind of things that he's been going through the past few years. But, you know, people also haven't kind of given Jada that same, you know, that same treatment. Because, you know, if you're if you're separated from your spouse of that many years, you can kind of assume that somebody's going to be going through some shit mentally. But I don't know. Like you said, we're just going to leave it at that. And that specific part of it, actually, we're just going to leave it at that because it's too it's too complex to. I don't have the tools. Yeah, yeah. It's too complex to get into without, you know, well, without trying to sound, you know, ignorant to the matter. I was about to say, because I know I just said that shit and somebody probably going to be like, well, and I'm going to have to be like, I was lit. I'm sorry, my nigga. (laughs) I'll read. You know me. When niggas come for me, I'll just be like, you know what? I'll read the literature and I will will have a response in 24 hours. Like, because you because you um, you don't just think you read thank you thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much another thing i will say is okay it's like 
one more thing, but it has like an A and a B. <laughs> niggas. <laughs> That's what it is. It's niggas. Outline. Niggas. Hey, <laughs> there it is. You know me. I'm a writer. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. This is true. Niggas. A. I would just like to cycle back to when Jada said that this is none of our business. Niggas do shit like this all of the time and are never held accountable for their shit. How many times has Future done this shit? This nigga put a whole ass head out on Liza. He tried to murder Brian. Okay. He tried to murder Liza Rain. Like murder with death, his baby mother. Yeah. Because was- he was mad that he got her pregnant and yeah. had the audacity to call her ugly, tried to murder her. How often are you fucking kidding me? How often do niggas, Tristan Thompson, this whole thing, and niggas don't never say shit, but niggas are like, no, Jada needs to address the community because she did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Don't shut your ashy dick ass up. I don't give a fuck. fucking up so we don't even know what will has done okay and even at the end i just want every so i know this man's first name is actually willard and not william i just wanted to address that god damn you absolutely right willard (laughs) Willard. (laughs) oh my gosh cheers to willard i'll stick to that cheers to willard Y'all, I have no hope of finishing this drink tonight. Look at the progress I have not made. (laughs) And I've been drinking a lot. I've been drinking a lot. I don't know why you didn't advise me, because you watched me make this, and you could have told me to make it less, but you didn't stop me. First of all, I did not realize that that glass was the size this nigga was just, I thought it was the angle of the cup. I ain't realize <laughs> it was. I did not realize that that glass was that huge, fam. Like, what you doing? I mean, you got finished it, though. You got finished it at some point, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Oh, yes, fucking Willard. Willard, we don't know what you've done. I just want to zoom into one part where Jada was like, um, Wait, when uh, he was like, oh, now I have to get you back. And Jada 
I need everybody to go back and look at the semiotics. Yeah, everybody, that, the that semiotics. Part. That's your that's your that's your word of the day. The semiotics of when she said of when she says what she says back. Mm -hmm. She says, You already got me back. She shifts in her chair. <laughs> she makes an uncomfortable twist of the face mm -hmm. with an awkward laugh and says, but you already got me back. You want to know exactly what trying to keep the cool. No. Trying not to embarrass this nigga for which she just professed union with <laughs> on national internet or sorry, the global the fuck. But this nigga been fucking up too. So I want to know Willard's story. That man was doing some wild it, for the for her to say that at that point, I, given the conversation, not even being about him specifically at that point, he done done some wild shit that we don't know about. I want to know Willard's <laughs> story. I don't want to hear shit else from no more of these niggas about this shit until somebody comes forth with Willard's story. If you have anything to say about this motherfucking situation, I'm going to hit you with the boy chaloop. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear nothing. Purge. You know, whoever That's what I have to say about that. Whoever Will was entangled with at that time, he listened. Thank you. He didn't got them. I want you to come he forward. He probably cut them a check to shut the hell up. Them. Them. Like, Hello? Them. Because we do not know the gender. We do not know the gender. And that's not shaming. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not shaming. I'm simply saying. There have been rumors. And if we're exploring all of the rumors... Let's acknowledge all of the rumors then. We if, we're, if we're acknowledging all of the rumors, that's not shaming. I would love to hear. I would love for that to be the case. And let's celebrate. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Shit. But, you know, here we are. Let's, let's wrap up the entanglement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and everybody, leave Jada alone, damn it. All right, let her be her. Mm -hmm. Come on now. She don't deserve this. And August, August, stop talking. And that's another thing. Sorry, I'm a double back. I'm a double the fuck back. I'm sorry. I'm coming back. Why the fuck is this nigga talking about this now? I don't understand. I I can't speak to anybody's anything and why they do the things that they do. I just want to know what was the purpose. What was the purpose? It's been the album gotta sell something. I mean, he got he gotta get these streams. I'm not, up I'm some not way, necessarily. Some... I don't know if I'm. I can't decide if I'm mad. I don't think I'm mad. I just I don't understand why you did this. Like what was? <laughs> like why did you, sir? I'm lost. Why did you do it? What was it a game? Because now you don't put Jada on blast. And then everybody's using this as a moment to be ain't shit like, son, y'all got shit stains on y'all draws. Y'all got skid marks. It's doo-doo. It's doo-doo on your white draws. <laughs> Number two, with white jeans, he booed on himself. Like, y'all niggas is ass. <sighs> anyway.
Next. <laughs> I'm over this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let that go. But I mean, I guess that can kind of tie into, you know, something else that I wanted to address. And that was just, you know, the state of the state of niggas in general, for real, you know. And Take I, think, <laughs> I think, you know, just with this whole situation about August and Jada and Will, whomever else may be. Um, entangled in the entanglement. Um, <laughs> you know, it kind of just shows, you know, like where a lot of niggas' perspectives are and, you know, they can't really... And I'm going to say we just for the sake of saying we because, of course, I'm a nigga as well. So I'm going to say we just for the sake of saying we, but <clears throat> we as men, we as niggas, we can't really take it when the shoe is on the other foot, when the roles are reversed, when we're the ones, quote, being dragged on, unquote. You know, because like you said, this nigga Future got a whole discography of entanglement. Mm. <laughs> you know, a lot of our, a lot of our mm. favorite rappers, a lot of our favorite rappers got a whole discography of entanglement. Okay. You know, entanglement caused uh, a classic Beyonce album, a classic J album, and it wasn't the the wife in that situation doing the entangling, if that's even a word. If it's not a word, I'm making a word today. Um, but you know, it just goes to show, like you know, just based on, well, not based on piggybacking off of you know the J Cole situation from last month, piggybacking off of you mm. know, numerous times we've seen on Twitter where there's obvious double standards. Um. You know, we, yeah. we niggas, we as men, we just got to do better, man. Like, we just have to do better, you know, and it could be doing better as simple as in situations like this, you know, not um, trying to drag down a woman in a situation where a lot of us have done the same shit and some of us continue to do the same shit or, you know, as big as, you know, the various situations around the country where many black women have gone missing um a lot of black women don't feel supported a lot of black um, gay people don't feel supported a lot of black people from the lgbt community don't feel supported by us and it's kind of like where's the energy for that but we have the energy to drag somebody down even though if we just clowning them at the time because they're the topic of twitter at the time even if we just trying to be funny even in being funny you know some people take that shit seriously. You know, all good jokes contain true shit. And yeah. And trying to be funny and trying to get retweets and trying to get likes. Somebody may be doing it lightheartedly, but there's always gonna be people that see it and be like, nah, I actually feel this way. Nah, fuck Jada uh fuck Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Couldn't have done none of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why women ain't shit. Blah 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 blah. And it's like fam. Uh-huh. You know, it's like fam. A lot of us do the same exact thing 10 times worse but we not addressing it come on you know we not addressing it we not talking about it we not having think pieces about it because it's just par for the course for us ios press releases oh my god don't get me started on the ios press. i hate them shit so much <laughs> i'm like <laughs> If you don't, no tap. It's just. come to my attention. <laughs> I just want to address my friends, my family, 
Oh, and my most importantly, God. my fans. Most importantly, your fans, bitch. More so than your friends or your family. Listen. <laughs> More important than your friends or your family. There has been wow, a lot, now wow for you, wow for you, Jesus. Your friends are more important, and I'm sick of it. Listen, I'm sick of it. Tired, but yeah, but I mean, just going back to that conversation, you know, it's you know, just being like I said from the jump, you know, just being a black man, just being on Twitter, seeing a lot of shit, you know, and. It kind of goes back to, it's good for me, well, it's good for a lot of us that we've been on Twitter from the jump, like back when Twitter was, yeah. you know, censored, wild, niggas could say whatever they want to say type Twitter. And just seeing the- Twitter was a dark place in 2010. Uh, oh my, son, like 2012 Twitter, when, when niggas learned what nice. memes were, oh my God. But, mm. you know, just, just seeing mm. the progression of a lot of us- you know, not really, you know, standing for the type of shit that we used to stand for, not really joking about the different things that we used to joke about, but still seeing yeah. people try to get off like their dark skinned women jokes or, you know, their yeah. their nappy hair jokes or their dirty weave jokes. And it's like, fam, we're not even on that energy anymore. We shouldn't be on well, we shouldn't have been on that energy in the first <laughs> place. But it's 2020. Like we're not on that energy anymore. And if you on it still, we're gonna call you out for it and we're gonna hold you once again accountable for it. And if yeah. you get heard that we holding you accountable, then my nigga, you can get the fuck. We not marching for you. <laughs> I was saying you can't be surprised neither. I don't know. I think that, like you were saying, um, there's just kind of this holding on to that culture. I feel like from a certain brand of nigga. <laughs> um, and I was saying this the other day. I can't remember. I think I was on the phone with Breeze. And I was just kind of like, you know, it's niggas, niggas not funny no more. Niggas just like niggas is problematic. Yeah. And they just feel like, you know what I'm saying? And because niggas are largely problematic, right? And I'm and they're gonna laugh at problematic shit because like I'm not gonna lie. It stems from the fact that black people will find the humor in anything because we have to find the humor in things, anything because right. fucked up shit be happening to us. Right. That's where it all stems from. Right. Like, so like going to a psychological route, yeah. right? That's where most of it comes from. But then we also cannot ignore the fact that a lot of it does come from a place of hate as well. That's very true. Right. And so trying to disguise jokes, right. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. come from a place of hate as coming from a place of psychological, well, we fit everything. Everybody can get these jokes because that's just how we express our, you know, that's how we turn our trauma into laughter. It's mm -hmm. tired. Yeah. I just feel like it's tired. Um, and I th think that, like I said, it's a certain brand of nigga that's just kind of like holding on to that. Mm -hmm. um, I would name names, but, you know, Jesus is not directing me to name <laughs> names. You know, sometimes <laughs> he directs me to name names and I don't give a fuck. I've yeah, named right. that before. Look if you know, but if you know, Jesus you know, is telling me to be quiet. Know, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. If you if you feel like this is directed towards you, it probably is, and that's okay. We we fuck with it you. It probably is, and that's okay. <laughs> um, I might not fuck with you, but God bless regardless. I want God to bless everybody. That's the thing. Right. Even if I don't yeah. fuck with you, even if I think you're stupid as shit, I want God to bless you. I don't see. I want God to make you not stupid as shit, but that's neither here nor there. 
God don't right. want me to say your name out loud. He just want me to drink my drink. So I'm a sip. Yeah, you, you got to sip to that one. But back to the matzah. Back <laughs> to the matzah. <laughs> Open our clubs. But certain people just holding on to this shit because they're not really funny. They just were holding on to. And honestly, if we really want to get to the root of it, it goes back to joning in middle school. In oh elementary school. Oh my God. Listen. Niggas learn how to join in elementary school and middle school. And then that's the only humor they understand. They don't really know the nuance of tapping in to actual social culture, comedic timing, and like studying the art of actually bringing joy to people and making people laugh, Mm -hmm. right? So they can make a wider audience of people laugh and really bring joy. Instead, they're okay with bringing a certain group of people joy and hurting everybody else. Yeah, right. It's just lazy. Like I said, it's lazy and it's tired. It is. So hold on, fam. Niggas still mm-hmm. shoot fireworks. Stop the fuck! No, the fuck they not. <laughs> I, I like every single episode. <laughs> fireworks are going. Oh. I lie to you <laughs> not. I lie to you not. It has been eight days since the fourth. Oh, Why are niggas still shooting? First of all, niggas been shooting fireworks off seemingly since like Valentine's Day. And I still don't understand. It's crazy. the conspiracy behind that. And we're going to find out what the conspiracy behind that is. Like, I think they. We're going to get to the right. I think they planting fireworks in black communities like our Reagan was doing crack. But we're going. They we, are. We're going to find out more about Somebody, that. Somebody, I saw a thread on Twitter. Oh, I'm telling you, in 25 years, it's going to be peer-reviewed articles on JSTOR about how they was planting fucking, like, they was planting crack in the fucking neighborhoods in the 80s. They was planting fucking fireworks <laughs> in the neighborhood in the 20s. Oh, yeah. The 20s. Wow. The 20s. I'm that buying. Oh, my God. That doesn't even sound right to say that in current sense. Like, uh, like that don't even sound right, fam. And then when you try to like no, have opposing, when you try to have the opposing view of some of these niggas, man, it'd be like, oh, you just pandering, or you just trying to get whatever, you know? It's like, no, I actually believe this shit, and you should too. And if you don't, fuck out my face, like wholeheartedly. That's how it is. There it is. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. See, and this is what the fuck, like, <sighs> you know, like you said. You know, a lot of people they come from those situations where their only their only, I guess, means of defense or survival is to put somebody else down. Like, you know, everybody everybody that knows me know I like cracking jokes on people. But when I crack <laughs> listen, pause, stop, <laughs> and let's know because I'm not even gonna let you to progress. <laughs> because I'm gonna no 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 because you should no listen. <laughs> What I do? Raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized <laughs> by Brian Clay. <laughs> not personally victimized. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> it's niggas in their cars raising their hands right now. I promise you. Somebody in their car raising their hand right now. I swear. I swear. Niggas, niggas working. Niggas listening to this on their own leisure. Somebody driving Uber right now and raising their hand. Somebody doing Uber Eats, picking up somebody's order. About to take a couple this of... This nigga kneeling somewhere, raising his hand. 
They did that little boy so dirty on your birthday. <laughs> Neil knows the vibes though, man. He knows this all. He knows what it is. Matter of fact, even with, Neil, with, Neil, with Neil, you started that. Let's 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 be clear. With Neil specifically, you started that because you was the one calling him affirmative action before anybody else had the chance to know what his name was. So <laughs> if we if we gonna be clear, let's be clear. <laughs> Listen, and like 99% of my decisions, I stand 10 toes down on that decision. I feel as though I don't care if I come under fire for saying this. Well, this is going to be a good one. I believe in punishing white people for the mistakes of their ancestors. I don't care. I don't care. I believe in punishing white people for the mistakes of their ancestors to the extent that they be fucking up. Yeah. If they don't be fucking up, then they don't. And to his credit, he's a decent dish white boy, but he be fucking up. And he know he be fucking up. And he know he be fucking up. So he gets to be... He you know he'd be you fucking know. up. So he no. come in. Listen, you come in a black space. It's not my job to make you comfortable. It's not my job to make you comfortable. We we in this black. Listen, the BSU office. That was a very. It's a, it's a jungle out there. Look, <laughs> you step in that junk, you getting cut up. It is what it is. I didn't listen. You didn't got roasted coming up in that junk. I didn't got roasted coming up in that junk. You cut them in there, you get roasted. You the one white boy in the office right now. Who are you? Affirmative action. You got here because we had a quota to fill. You're our one white boy. Like you're not here because and and then like and this like it's not necessarily because you're cool. We don't necessarily know you like that yet. We haven't learned all your mannerisms. You're here because you show up and you seem nice-ish. Right, and we got to know him over time. That's why I called him affirmative action. I stand ten toes down on it. God bless him. Now nah, he knows this affirmative action. You know, Neil's Neil's blown. He gets he still got some yeah. work to do. like we all have work to do, but you know it is what it is. Exactly, I have work to do. The fuck? Exactly. Shout out Neil. He sent me money on June. Yeah. So I fuck with him. I'm not gonna lie. I made a hundred dollars in reparations on June <laughs> I shit you not, hundred and eight dollars. Hey, the reparations was flowing on Juneteenth, man. <laughs> Popping. Oh my god. Popping. Oh my god. Popping. Oh man, <laughs> this has been such an invigorating conversation. I appreciate. We love the accountability. We love that you have come here and modeled accountability for all of these niggas. We appreciate you. Um, but before we get up out of here, we came here because I didn't have a drunk tale. So I feel like it's only right that you deliver us our drunk tale for today, or uh, at least co-author, co-speech, <laughs> co-speak. <laughs> Fucked up. The drunk tale with me today. <laughs> and so, um, do you have a drunk tale for us today? Can you uh, share with us? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I got a few I could pull from, but <clears throat> you know, this specific one. You know, this this is from what you've called and what I keep calling utopian Towson. 
Goddamn, the good motherfucking time. Utopian Towson, for those who don't know, was our freshman year. You know, it's like that 2013, 2014 school year. The golden year. Listen, Black Towson do whatever they wanted at that time. <laughs> Literally, what you wanted to have a cookout, cool. You wanted to pack pack out Paul's patio, cool. Wanted to. Have it wasn't a pavilion yet. Nah, the pavilion yeah. wasn't there yet. It was just a patio. Nigga, we built that pavilion. We was on the cues was in the goddamn <laughs> garage, union yeah. garage with oil in the trash can. Yeah, y'all know about that, man. If y'all Shit. went there, if y'all went there, y'all can't talk to me. Respect me. You, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I'm no, your elders. So that that spring 14 semester. Matter of fact, wasn't that Toby's birthday weekend too? It was her birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so shout out Toby. We love you. So, Toby's birthday party, we had it at somebody's apartment who, not even if you call him redacted. Yeah, not even if you go to Towson, you know redacted. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're from from the state of Maryland, you know redacted. Like, that's if you're from the state of Maryland, if you're from the state of New York, if you're from the state of California, this nigga is nationally known. I'm, I'm, and I'm pretty sure on the Instagram, my, like shit. If you're from Germany, you know my nigga redacted. And so, <laughs> Zimbabwe, so like we had the party for Toby at his spot. I think it was in Colonies. If you're from Towson, you know Colonies. Shout out Colonies. Mm-hmm. What so, Colonies? Niggas' balconies <laughs> was breaking at the Colonies. Oh, it was horrible. And so you know everybody. Somebody, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody getting lit, you know. We all, <laughs> We all having a good time. I'm pretty sure I got a picture with Kel from that joint that's somewhere on the interweb. If y'all can find it, y'all can find it. I might even post it uh, just for memory's mm. sake. And so, okay. you know how these parties go. It end up being hella niggas that just come in out of nowhere. Like, I don't know what it is about college functions that be at apartments and shit, but it's like niggas get the address and tell 20 of their homeboys. Because everybody's looking for the move. It's fucking Saturday night. We all had a long week of fucking classes. Brian, shut up. Because we all been on the other end. No, 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 no. But you're missing my point. You're missing my point. You're missing my point, which was what led to redacting okay. getting mad eventually. But specifically. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> specifically, it was hella niggas in that jump. It was hella Correct. sausage in that jump. Correct. Okay. And if That's you know redacted, right. redacted don't like that shit. <laughs> and so, like I said, everybody vibing, you know, we all getting lit. And then redacted get mad. You know, he start people DJ stop or whoever was on the ox at the time stopping music. You know, he's like, hey, if I don't know you, you gotta get the fuck out because I don't want y'all in here or something like that, whatever he was saying. Mm-hmm. And so redacted proceeds, I'm gonna go around. And like I said, if I don't know you, you got to leave. You got to go. Redacted <laughs> proceeds to walk up to every single person in his apartment. I, no, I no, know. no. Pause, pause. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that's not how that went. That's not how that went. This nigga said, hey, y'all got to motherfucking go. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to go. Get the fuck out of my place. Get the fuck out of my place. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You no no no. Because you're not gonna forget that part. Because that was a vital part. And as long as I live, I will never forget that shit on my mama on my cul-de-sac. I will never. This nigga said, get the fuck out of my place. <laughs> 
inflection in the voice, all that. Get the fuck out my place. Yeah, the New York came out and in full force. Then, yeah, and so and then proceeded. Yeah, so after he did that, he's like, you know what, you know, so he decides he's gonna go up to everybody and be like, all right, if I don't know, you gotta go. So this nigga redacted goes up to every single person. I lie to y'all not. Goes up to every single person in their eye. I know you, you good. I know you, you <laughs> I know you, you can stay. Oh, you know them. I, you, I'm like, fan, you know everybody in this joint because you that well known. Every single <laughs> last person. Like, how you everybody. going to say, if I don't know, you got to go. Fan, you invited half these people. You invited everybody, <laughs> damn it. You invited 70% of the people in this room. Okay. And the 30% that you didn't invite is hiding in your bedroom, nigga. So I don't know what the fuck what you're hoping to gain. That's okay. not what you're and so, and so at some point, you know, the party just continued. And then he, tr- you know, when they just tried to fake like the party over, all right, party over, everybody get out. You know, he did that, you know, so people start leaving, people start getting kicked out. And so, mind you, I'm drunk at the time. And this is freshman Brian. Freshman Brian didn't give a fuck about a lot of shit after a certain point. Freshman Brian didn't give a fuck about <laughs> many things at many times. And so, as I'm preparing to leave, I'm by the kitchen. And it's a big ass, I think it was the tropical punch, whichever one, like the, the fruit punch lemonade mix, whichever one it was. I can't remember. It's this big ass jug this of Hawaiian punch. <laughs> it's a big ass jug of Hawaiian punch that ain't been open. I'm like, fam, I'm about to snatch this shit. <laughs> I got and so a lot of y'all that I tell Shay, I tell Kel, I'm like, I don't matter of fact, I don't even think y'all saw me take it. I think by the time we got back to Tower B, y'all was like, wait, where did this come from? <laughs> I was about to say, because you said that you told me, I was like, I don't remember that. Maybe I was lit, but I don't remember that. I think I just snatched so it. Because he initially door. kicked everybody out, and then we were still there, and then he kicked everybody out. So then it was like, okay, so. Now it's all bitches here. And then you <laughs> telling like some other niggas. So we like, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, and then they was doing like some, home. <laughs> they was doing some freaky shit in the other room. I'm like, yeah, I ain't you know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all trying to turn this into hell. I don't like this. So no. I'm going home. They, <laughs> so I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say the color of the light that they cut on because that might give it nope. away. They cut nope. on the color of a light. And at that point, you know, it's like, all right, we gotta get the fuck. Cause they about to they about to do nope. some other shit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. No, 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 no. We ain't going to be So, yeah, no. But, um, yeah. No, we definitely rolled back the fuck up to Tower B and niggas is trying to sign niggas in and go upstairs and do everything. And we look down and I'm just kind of like, nigga, where in all of this scuttlebutt and hustle and bustle did you find fuck juice <laughs> you have to understand like freshman year we was broke as hell like we didn't have nothing but the clothes on our back and the meals on our one cards Fair. so like so right. for this nigga to have like juice we was even like what the fuck like, <laughs> what the fuck did this nigga get juice I'm not even oh gonna lie like shit, we got chased. I'm not gonna lie. We also had the alcohol in our trunks. Yeah. We always had money for alcohol. I don't know how. Somehow, somehow, I always had a dub. 
always had like twenty or thirty dollars. Like, I bet a couple bottles be good. You know, that's when niggas mm-hmm. were drinking Amsterdam and shit. Burnett. No. Oh my god. Burnett's that's when it got rough. I'm not gonna lie. Let me tell you, this is one, and we then we gonna get out of here because it's not of Christ. I was in my home house the other day, and her mother had some Everclear sitting on oh. yeah oh on the like stove. And I was like, damn, whoever clears this, y'all niggas turning up, up. What is going on here? And she was like, oh, I use them for tinctures because she like the, she the edibles lady. So she do all of those fun things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was just like, I use these for, um, I use them for my tinctures. I was like, that's crazy. Because in my head, you was about to drink it. So that just shows the <laughs> I have versus what you actually have going on. And the fact that I'm just unreasonable. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just unreasonable. Because remember back I, when I was like deep, y'all, I'm not going to let Shay freshman year. While we talking about freshman year and people not giving a fuck, nobody, not nobody. Not gave a fuck harder than me. <laughs> <laughs> and there are several souls can attest to nobody didn't give oh a fuck harder God. than me. <clears throat> I stayed with I stayed with a little bit of Everclear at all times. If I was at a function and you wanted to enter, you Everclear had to pass your lips. Mm. And then when you pat when I passed you a chaser, there was Everclear in the juice I passed you. I was sinister. <laughs> This is facts, man. I was not nice. Nah. Hey, you might... Wait, this might be a whole different drunk tale. This one might actually be funny. <laughs> I was about to say, you better give it to him. This episode for hey. two hours long. I'm going to hey. give it to the people. Hey, shout Your episode would be long as shit. You would delay me in having this shit, and then your episode come out and be two and a half hey. hours long. Hey. Go hey. ahead, Mr. Go ahead. You remember that weekend? Okay. You remember that weekend you brought Marianne up for the first time? <laughs> oh, the white people! I knew it. that's what I thought she was gonna talk about initially, but I was like, "Hey, go ahead." I forgot. So I about- you have to talk about. I don't care. The episode can be long as fuck. I don't care. Go on. Come on. Let's go. Run it down. Run it down. Run this shit down. Let's go. Oh my god! This was Let's once again. That whole semester, like spring 2014, that was just a wild shit. But <clears throat> can we start off by saying that I'm gonna be petty because I hold grudges even against my friends because they be my friends and I love them wholeheartedly. But I still remember the shit they did. One of my friends, I'm not gonna say their name, but they birthday close to mine, and so their birthday was close to mine. And then I was like, yeah, I want to do my birthday this weekend because I'm going to school this one week. So I want to do it the next weekend. And it was like, no, you can't do your birthday this weekend because I'm doing my birthday this weekend. But also you can't come to my birthday because I like that. But all your friends is my friends. So all your friends go be at my birthday. And you're going to come to my birthday alone. So the story that I'm about to tell, Brian is about to tell you. <laughs> happened on that weekend and I love that friend dearly now oh my god <laughs> that definitely happened at the beginning of our friendship and so that's why me Brian Kel my friend Pratt who I love very much 
and my cousin Marianne, who is the apple of my eye, <laughs> was together going through this bullshit that Brian is about to describe to you. I only said that because I'm drunk as hell. <laughs> oh. And I've already got this episode to be three hours long. So <laughs> just to be cute, right, you may so take like, it. So, so, like, so like Shay has introduced the background to this story you know they're celebrating her birthday whatever you know what i'm saying you know we had just got back to campus from winter break Trying to. yeah you better tell the whole story start <laughs> with tower start in kalashi's bathroom oh my god don't forget the fungus Yo, Carol, we love you, man. But your bathroom we love you, bro. was some sick shit. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. He had a white roommate. Oh my god, that was some sick shit, man. Oh, rest in peace. Do you know he passed? Yeah, I remember that. That happened a few years ago. I remember that. Made me so sad. Shout out Mason. We miss you, man. But, rest um, in peace. And shout out Johannes too, wherever he at in life right now. Hope everybody mm. doing well in life. You know. You know what I'm but saying? we gonna get we gonna get these jokes off real quick. And so, <laughs> and so we had you know we went up there to convene about you know the nice activities and did we end up smoking in their bathroom that night i can't remember that is exa- listen i you are you yeah 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 your past goggles is hazy this <laughs> this what happened we was there we got a little bit of weed. We was excited. We got a dub. We was like, we finna roll the fattest J. We excited. We young. I just turned 19. Everybody else 18. Marianne, like what? 16, 17 or some shit. Yeah, she's she's 17. She's youthful. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, God. Corrupting the youth. Like, we like, oh, we finna smoke this J. So we go. We get a Rello. Not a backwood. A Rello. Do we even have a Rello? Do we have a bowl? We might have had a bowl. I think we had a bowl. We had a bowl. Because yeah. wasn't nobody rolling yet. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, this is nasty. Yeah, it was a bowl. Listen, it was a bowl of golden grams or like cinnamon toast crunch or something that had some fungus in it because it had been sitting there so fucking long by the bathroom. We was like, what the fuck is going on? Should we have smoked in that bathroom knowing that all of that was in there? <laughs> was we finna smoke this weed though? Yes. So we go in the bathroom. The bathroom actually was a little bit cleaner than the bedroom believe it or not we go in there we smoked this weed yo we was already leaning to the left off the weed like son first of all it was like five heads one blunt we young as hell getting high shit or all for this one no we packed the bowl a couple times we smoked a little i mean you know when you put it in the anyway mm. so we smoked so we Goofy as shit. We didn't danked out the whole eleventh or what floor? Did you tell? I think they was on the tenth. We didn't dank out the whole tenth floor. So now we can lose tenth floor. <clears throat> we didn't danked out the tenth floor. So now we coming rambunctiously down the <laughs> elevators, and we like, oh, we need to find a move. This nigga Kel, like, oh, I gotta move. <laughs> Brian, I'm gonna let you take over. So, you know the rest. So what I have from this night, I want you to so know. That joint was Towson Crossing, right? Was that the name of it? That was right behind yeah. BFA, yeah. So you know. Mm-hmm. Tell us that the shit at Towson Crossing. Mm-hmm. So we go over there, we go up to the door. Mind you, we can't get in because you know people gotta let us in and shit. So we go over there. 
motherfuckers come down. And it's nothing but white people. Mm-hmm. And we like, we like hell. Where the fuck do you have? <laughs> Mind you, this is us freshman year. We coming from PG County. We don't know white people like that yet. Never seen right. them niggas. Like we still, we still getting adjusted to being at a predominantly white institute. <laughs> the only white people I in Lexa. Yeah, and I ain't even know Lexa. I like that at that right. point. And so we like, all right, bet fuck it, we gonna fuck with this show. So we we go upstairs, and when we say that this is a white function, I mean a white. Beer pong table with actual beer. Uh, mm-hmm. Beer pong table, you know, they got the the old cases of beer plastered on the walls for decorations and shit. You know, oh there, might, there might have been a Confederate flag in that bitch. I'm not sure. We was young. I would hope uh, not. We, shit. I can't and, remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull up the pictures. I'm pretty sure it was an American flag in that bitch. I'm pulling up the pictures. Yeah, but you it was definitely going. an American flag. I'm, there might have been a Confederate flag in there too. I'm not too sure. But for what currently for for what so for what some of the audience may not know is that when white people are drunk, they are for some reason extremely fucking friendly. Mm-hmm. So we went in there, <laughs> and we were definitely like the only niggas in there. But they embraced us like they have known us. They <laughs> <laughs> just told me. <laughs> Oh my god, you swiped out. Oh my god, you really do have the oh damn. I have a repository. That's the back of Marianne head. Oh my Marianne was slumped. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is crazy. You really do have those pictures. But yeah, so the audience. Oh, yeah, the American flag right there. Look at it. Boom. (laughs) Right behind her fucking head. Yeah, there I go right there. Yep. So what the fuck, over people? I understand people that love America. That shit get on my nerves. I don't get it. So whenever y'all are at a function, any type of party, and you see an American flag, just know it is some white shit, and you do not want to be there because you might end up in some go shit. Go home. But anyway, so they had us go playing home. beer pong with them. They had us playing flip cup. You remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Mind you, the mm-hmm. t- the table that they had us playing flip up flip cup on was the dirtiest fucking table. <laughs> Dirtiest fucking table I've ever it seen in my goddamn. It was all types of sticky. We don't know. Oh. We don't know what these white people have been doing. Come on. We don't know what type of sanitation that they was doing, but you know, we freshmen. Not, so we don't know no. They don't even wash their legs, Mo. We didn't even know that they wasn't washing their legs. Oh. We don't know no better. And so. So like I said, we in there, we turning up fucking, you know, we we getting introduced to beers that we ain't never had before. Because ain't none of us was really beer drinkers like that. You know, yeah, but you know exactly. But you know, the white people, they 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 are well adversed in beer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we playing flip cup, we doing beer pong, all that good shit. And then we eventually leave. And then Kel tells me, he was like, bro, I swear. I was just <clears throat> chilling next to one of them. I think he might have said the person's name, but I ain't gonna say their name, mostly because I don't remember it right now. And <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, I don't remember it. And so okay. Kel was like, he dead ass said, damn, that guy kind of cute, or something like that. 
<laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Mind you, I ain't have a conversation with this dude. I don't know. Even, I don't even know. Wait, talking about you? Yes. Talking about me. <laughs> I think he might have said, I don't know if I'm drunk or what, but this dude got cute or something like that. It was it was something along those lines. Yikes! It was something along those lines. And so, luckily enough, as y'all can tell, we made it out that night alive. You know, luckily they ain't try to have us doing some some type shit. Yes, the fuck they did. They was on some weird shit. You missed. Listen, they was in there. It was one nigga who went on to be the SGA president. Y'all could piece that together. Who that nigga was? It was a white man. Name rise with Schmevin Schmutner, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry, God directed me to say his name. <laughs> I don't spare white people, but um, in there imitating black women because I had my little braids and he he fucking touched my hair. He like, mm-hmm, girlfriend, but like I'm high and I'm drunk and you I know I that. didn't have boundaries. I didn't have good boundaries at the time and like, you know, I know how to like tell people no or don't fucking do that. This is before I got my like fuck white people about me hella heavy. So yeah. I didn't know how to navigate them waters, but yeah, them niggas was fucking weird fucking them white people. That was shit was strange. Yeah, white people in Towson always did all type of strange and Kalishi always had the weirdest. I remember one time we was walking fucking pause. Don't you remember that one time we was fucking pause and then people came up to Kalishi and told him to slap the bag. They had a, the, the fucking they took the bag out of the box of wine and told Kalisha to slap the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Like, what the fuck? Wrong with you? Like, where y'all niggas coming from? Man, white people at Towson was different, bro. Like when whenever homecoming the Tiger Fest came around, they went all out. Come on now. Like, I swear, one of them, he had like the Motherfucker had like a tube in his ass with beer going in his ass or something like that. Oh yeah, he had the beer enema. Oh, yeah, I was like, man, I gotta get away from this school. <laughs> like, I have to get away from this school. Like, y'all niggas have officially done what we call too much. There's so many drunk tales that we could talk about, but this will end up being four hours, and we don't got time for that. Oh yeah, we don't. <laughs> we, we don't, but. We could. I mean, you're going to be back. Like I said, you have, I mean, there was things in the vault, but they so old. Maybe they'll see the light of day. Maybe they won't, but you'll be back. This is I'll the be first of many. And I, and I won't make it as difficult. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was about to say, Brian is the one sensible black man. Well, have there been others? I was like, Mario is a sensible black man. Well, there have been other sensible black men, but Brian is a reasonable black man. Therefore, he'll be back on the Cheers podcast because we have reasonable black men. Bring more reasonable black men with you next time, please. And um, I was about to say, keep uh, keep raising up them niggas behind you and keep holding these niggas accountable. We love your ministry and we appreciate everything with, uh, that you do. Sorry, I'm drunk. Um, I'm offering you <laughs> love and light and prosperity to your ministry and everything that you do. You already know. You go on places. You're doing right. things. Thank you. You that nigga. All of that good stuff, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, like I said, well, like you said earlier, you know, there's seven years of friendship in the making. So you just seen, you just seen the growth. You just seen the challenges that have come across, come along the way. So, you know, a lot of shit that I talk about, you know, I was there and niggas not there anymore. So, you know, just trying to make changes as be. Yeah. 
I was about to say, Brian, you've seen the girls like pause. Yeah. I feel like I feel like <laughs> niggas, niggas really be holding me to this standard. Like niggas be like, damn, Shay is X, Y, and Z. Like Shay, all I be going on. Da, 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 da. And niggas miss, like niggas miss. Like it was a portion when I was like when I was not where I was. And Brian, you was there for that. So like you have seen the girl. It was rapid, but it was it was growth nonetheless, and it was a lot of it. And you was right. there for a lot of it and i appreciate you for sticking through the growth because you know it was a lot of bullshit <laughs> and likewise likewise man. <laughs> oh, like shit but god bless your whole soul appreciate all of this good shit and um you know yeah tell these niggas stop being ain't shit Hey, nigga, stop me and ain't shit, man. It's that simple. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We're going to get out of here. Bye, everybody. Move to the neighborhood. I bet they don't stay for good. Watch. Somebody will steal daddy's rollie. Call it the neighborhood. Watch. Pray for a safer hood. With my paper good, watch Captain Saberhood Hood Savior, baby boy Still getting ID for swishers I'ma still watch my clothes Still with the same money militia I'ma still watch my pros Trapped in the middle of the map With a little bitty rock and a little bit of rap That with a little every knack And a little shitty mac And like little really jack riding around with my blood on my lips With the sun in my eyes and my gun on before I say anything else on this episode, I just feel like I would be super motherfucking remiss if I didn't say something that is very heavy on my heart right now, which is rest in everlasting sweet peace, Nael. Nael was a friend of me and Brian and the rest of 501 before we were even 501, um, like from as soon as we got to Towson, that utopian Towson, he was there. And we definitely didn't necessarily stay close. It was one of those situations, you know, where friends kind of drift apart, but there was always that kind of that understanding there. And, you know, friendships, drama, pettiness from being fucking essentially kids and growing up. But, yeah, he did pass away last year. And it was very fucking sad to see that. And, um you know, it was me, him, and Brian, and we used to listen to Chance the Rapper together on fucking freshman year, walking to West Village and doing all of this. And we still have pictures and everything. And it was just such a, a, you know, you look back on college and you didn't realize you were having some of the best times of your life with some of the most unique people that you'll ever meet. And AL was definitely one of the most unique people and individual souls I've ever met in my life and I just pray that he is resting abundantly in the sweetness of God and <sighs> that's that um, uh, and on that note niggas you heard Brian stop being ain't shit we don't have time for that it's real nigga shit that's going on niggas is in like grief and mourning and trying to get shit done and like be out here in the universe and still be popping in bad bitches and we don't have time for your nonsense like listen and y'all be the main ones and taking little bitches up and then want to be like y'all be the main ones to coin the phrase you're not my girl but then have the audacity to be mad about some entanglement at least jada's using sat words like y'all niggas is 
putting little syllables together and not even using full word sentences, punctuation, or nothing like that. Fucking Meek Mill was just on the other day fucking cussing out Trey Songs, talking about some this artist's new behavior, don't speaking on my money, like whatever the fuck you, niggas don't even know how to use fucking words, but then get mad, but you know what, that's neither here nor there. Thank you so much, Brian, for coming through and giving us that powerful, strong word. It's always a good time talking to you, Brian. Um, And yeah, that was that. He also gave us two very powerful, strong junk tales. It was like two and a half powerful, strong junk tales. So we don't need to do nothing further with that. We're also in very fucking long territories. So I just have one quick person uh, entity to throw a drink in their face. And a lot of the things I'm about to say right now, I don't even necessarily know if they're factual. I just have a lot of feelings. And so I got to get this shit out because again, Again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I have a several and a many and plenty of things to do here. We motherfucking go, Amazon. I'm a bad bitch. I want everybody here to know that I'm a bad bitch. You all know that I'm a bad bitch. You see me. You all see me. You see this face. You see me working. You see me moving. You see the things that I do. I'm a bad bitch on the go. I have things to do. When I say that I need something to get done, I need it to get done. If I have something that I need to purchase, I need it to be able to do something that I need to do. I'm a busy, bussin', booming woman on the go. Many ministries that I'm trying to minister, many bodies of people that I'm trying to address, services that I'm trying to form, products that I'm trying to give to the people. And so I'm on a very tight schedule constantly. If I don't have the things that I need when I need them, it's usually a problem. Now, my bounce back is especially strong, and I generally have the grace of God on my side in ways that is unimaginable. I'm drunk. Unimaginable, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that niggas be, be, need to be cussed out for their insolence. Amazon. I ordered something from Amazon that I needed for some shit that you all will see very soon. It wasn't very expensive. It was about $5, but it was an abundance of something that I needed in order to send some gifts to some people. I ordered it last minute because the thing that I'd ordered previously was the wrong size. So I'm already on a crunch. I'm like, okay, I just need y'all to come through. Now, niggas be niggering hella hard now these days on the north side. So I don't get my packages delivered to my house no more. I get them delivered to the Amazon locker, um, kind of close to the crib because I'm not fucking with y'all no more. Um, especially everybody home because of COVID. So niggas is nigging hella hard. I don't have time for that. I don't have no. And especially, I don't even, I don't even think it's niggas because niggas niggas for the most part I feel like be minding their business I feel like it's these white people they come in to loot my house because they mad because niggas going to Target and I'm gonna fight them but you know it's not about them it's about Amazon <sighs> I ordered some mailers and then I ordered this special thing that I needed I'm at my good sis Kalia's house yesterday, we linked up for sisterhood reading, but then also she was going to help me put some things together because like I said, I'm trying to delegate and ask for help when I need it. She's like, oh, we're running out of mailers. I'm like, okay, but I'm going to run to the car and get that. And then we can start doing this other thing as well because I need to do that today too. Cool. I run, 
get the shit, come back to the house. I open the box. The first thing that I see are the mailers that I need. Great. I got the envelopes. That means I can package all of the things that I need. Great, great, great. The second thing that I needed just as much, I was going to say almost, but not almost, almost just as much as the mailers was not fucking there. Do you know what was there instead of what I needed? It was Crash Bandicoot for PS4. Crash Bandicoot for PS4. It was Crash Bandicoot for PS4, everybody. I don't even own a PS4, everybody. I don't even know why the fuck they sent me this fucking video game when what the fuck I ordered was $4.99, about $5.61 with tax, but they sent me this goddamn video game. I don't know what the fuck is going on at the Amazon warehouse, but these bitches sent me a video game that costs $57.89. I don't know what the tax would be on it, but I'm sure that would be at least $1.50 further cents. So this bitch sent me a $60 video game instead of the $5 blankety blank redacted that I asked for. And I do not have a PS4. I have a Nintendo Switch. They didn't even send me a duplicate of Animal Crossing, the Mario Kart that I've been vying for. Nothing. Nothing that I can use. Not Super Smash Bros. Why is the universe playing with me like this? I'd cuss out the universe, but the universe is God and I refuse to address them with any negative energy because I need to concert all of it for positivity and excellence and awesomeness. So I'm not going to do that, but I am going to cuss out Amazon because what the fuck is y'all niggas doing over there as to how you confused what the fuck I needed with a Crash Bandicoot because what I needed was nowhere near the technology. How did you reach? How did you look at my order and say... She needs this. What I will say is that it is adjacent to herbs. It is adjacent to herbs. So how did you look at what I needed that is adjacent to herbs and say, huh, I'm going to walk over to the technology and I'm going to pick up Crash Bandicoot that is 12 times the amount that this bitch paid for her herbs adjacent items and I'm going to place it in the box with these mailers and hope that she has a PS4. Y'all niggas don't be paying attention. And that's the moral of the goddamn story. And honestly, I don't even blame the nigga that wasn't even paying attention because apparently Amazon not even paying y'all right. And honestly... This is my punishment because y'all niggas told me not to support Amazon anyway, but a bitch was in a pinch. A bitch was in a pinch and I didn't have anybody else to turn to. Amazon told me it would be here by tomorrow. So I ordered it and this is what I get. 
I confess my sins. It's my own insolence that has caused this nonsense for me. In fact, it's me that I should be cussing out now that I realize that I'm into this something. Fuck Amazon. Fuck the fuck everything that y'all stand for. Fuck everything. No, fuck Jeff Bezos. Fuck your rich ass. Do more for the poor. Fuck you. Um, I hate y'all so much. Y'all done gave me this fucking Crash Bandicoot. And I'm pissed. The reason why I'm pissed is because I actually love Crash Bandicoot. I fucking stand Crash Bandicoot when I was a kid. I only had two game systems. And when I say I... I mean, my brother and sister, my older sister had the Super Nintendo. My older brother had the PlayStation and I was allowed to play both of those systems. And when I played those systems, I played Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation. It was a very invigorating game. I liked it a lot. Um, didn't always understand what I was doing, but it was a great game. So for y'all to send me this game, not even on the Switch, so I can't even play it, like, that was some bitch shit. I feel like Riley in the episode is just kind of like, Dear Sant, dear Amazon, you are a bitch nigga. And I'm just going to leave it there because I'm it's going on too long and I still have a couple things that I need to say. So fuck y'all, splish splash, drinking your face. Um I hope that it burns your eyes and I hope that y'all get y'all shit together. Give black people your money. Um hire more black people. Fuck y'all. Um fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um that's all I got this week. I'm about to get the fuck up out of here cuz I got so much more shit to do. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Please drink your motherfucking water please keep up with your shit keys please i said keys please mind your fucking business mind the business that god gave you and the business that pays you um moisturize your goddamn skin because we don't need no fucking skin cancer out here we don't need nobody looking like crinkly fucking lizards by the time we get to 40 we leave that to the whites you hear me um the one year anniversary of cheers is going to be next year i can't believe i said next year what the fuck the one year anniversary of cheers is going to be next week and i'm so motherfucking excited for you all to see how we will be celebrating we will be celebrating with a manifestation party with a couple very special guests that are very near and dear and special to my heart some of the specialist most special whatever the fuck people in my life and i cannot wait for you to see what um we are going to do in the communion that is going to take place so with that being said I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. Brian, thank you so much. You are my nigga for life. Um, reading hoes. Keep on reading. And cheers to me. Cheers to you. Cheers to life. And cheers to these hoes. We cannot love them. We cannot cuff them. But we sure can pull up with them. Bye. With my blood on my lips With the sun in my eyes And my gun on my hip Paranoia on my mind Got my mind on the fritz But a lot of niggas dying So my night with the shits You 
should ask us if we scared to If you was there And we just knew you cared to It just got warm out This the shit I've been warm about I hope that it's storm in the morning I hope that it's pouring out I hate crowded beaches I hate the sound of fireworks And I find out what's worse between knowing it's over and dying first Cause everybody dies in the summer When they say goodbyes, tell them while it's spring I heard everybody's dying in the summer So pray to God for a little more spring I know you scared You should ask us if we scared to If you was there And we just knew you cared too